Welcome back to episode one. One? Yeah. Oh, I didn't oh. know we were doing that. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we're doing it. New show, new rules. That's it. Uh, welcome back to episode one of Let the Boys Watch, a uh, entertainment podcast from yours truly. Uh, I'm one of your co My name is Robbie. Alongside the only man who dared to sniff Cousin Greg's finger. Cousin Benny. <laughs> and it smelled good too. It was very good, right? Yeah. I smelled it afterwards. Delicious. <laughs> and an honorary member of the Disgusting Brothers. One of our co-hosts, Ryan. Wow, I didn't know I was in that group. I don't know if uh, my wife would like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, welcome to Let the Boys Watch. And we're gonna be discussing Season four, episode one of Succession, The Monsters. Benny, what did you yes. think of this episode? Oh, boy. Let me tell you something. I love this episode. I uh, I, I love that they're starting off with a bang. I They subverted pretty much every expectation I had. They knocked out some of my theories right off the bat. Shiv and Tom looking like they're heading to Splitsville. Um, Logan and, and the kids still on the outs. I thought it was a great episode. Robbie, what about you? Well, first off, when you when you start right off the episode with the intro, the song, I mean, Ugh. please, I skipped it. <laughs> please, it was Bonus City Population <laughs> One in my living room. But yeah, there I was mean, there was a new skyscraper in town. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, I loved it. I mean, of course, I loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was great. Um. Yeah, I, I kind of am on the same page as uh, as Benny with it. I just thought it was great when they when they picked off and 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 uh, and got right back at it. Kids, kids are uh, kids are are fighting against their dad, and and Logan's being a little uh, miserable fuck, which I love. And um, you know the Tom and Greg dynamic, everything just picked up right where it was left off in season three, the season finale. So I was pleasantly surprised, and I'm very very excited to see where. Uh, the next episodes take us. Nice, Ryan, as uh, the resident hater of the show, the hater uh, out of pure spite. What did you think? You can't return a jacket for spite, but <laughs> um, you know, I liked it, but I didn't love it, and I don't know why. And this entire time since I watched it, I've been like, how the hell am I going to explain? that I didn't love this episode. And maybe as we're talking about it, I'll go more towards one way or the other. Um, but I just felt like watching it. I was like, all right, like that's like, let's go. Let's like, I know stuff happened, but that was how I felt. I, I can't really describe it. There's nothing I can point to because there was so many parts that I did enjoy. There's a lot of funny lines. And a lot of uh, you know positioning and things going on, but for some reason I was like, eh, okay. How did know. you feel t- towards the end of the episode with that very emotional scene we got between Tom and Shiv? Um, I mean, I think they're I think they're getting back together. I don't think All it's right. over. All I right. think that was like you know she's a little, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more later. But she's a she's a little 
scared to talk about our emotions or hear Tom's emotions or whatever, but them holding hands and I know they kind of were like, well, we gave it a gave it a shot. I think a couple episodes they're back together. All right. We'll see though. I gave it a gave it a go. Yeah, that's what they said. Thank you. I, who I felt well, why don't we go ahead. sorry, who I felt more uh for bad about was poor Mondale in the cage while Tom Tom was <laughs> home. All all that all that room to roam in that <laughs> that that penthouse and poor Mondale's in a little cage. Yeah, hey, Tom said Mondale's fine. I was gonna say we got a, a, a nice look at that apartment. It is nice. Real nice. I should say fantastic. <laughs> um nice. So why don't we talk about uh, a couple specific scenes because I think it was interesting how when it opened up you saw the kids I'll just refer to them as the kids because that's what it seems like all uh, Logan's buddies were talking about. oh the kids the kids the kids uh, they they had an idea a, a groundbreaking idea for a, a media outlet it seems like what you guys think of the hundred go ahead Robbie I love the idea. I thought it was great, but I don't know, man. I was just, I I loved how um, Roman kind of took charge of the whole thing. and was super into it. And it looks like he was just like, you know, right. the brain, the brains behind that operation. And he was the one that was really like putting his best foot forward. And then here comes fucking DJT or Donald <laughs> Trump Jr. Whatever DTJ <laughs> in the room and just doing his, you know, his corny ass freaking one-liners and whatnot and kind of ruined the moment for me but i mean that's to be expected from from kendall so i thought it was a good idea i mean nothing groundbreaking i mean they're just trying to you know step into the new age and and uh and and i guess compete with their father and and be the new the new in crowd the hip the hip boys i was trying to think of the uh trying to pull up what what they uh kind of said like what it's the new Masterclass meets the Economist meets the New Yorker. That's what the hundred was all stack. over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, listen, if they come out with that, I'm in. I'm subscribing <laughs> each month. I don't care how much it is a month. Probably a hundred dollars. Yeah, true. There you go. Uh I, I was so happy. Kendall, man, seems like he's back on his bullshit. I'm oh. very happy. <laughs> eating <laughs> fucking what was he eating? Like nuts or something. Just <laughs> sunflower seeds. It. Yeah. Oh it's it's uh it's a great line when he says it's a nonprofit or the ethos of a nonprofit with the with the with the sorry ethos of a nonprofit with the potential for crazy margins i was oh. like <laughs> kendall man just knows what to say man he he's he's got it on lock it's um, like he just wakes up and looks at buzzwords on his phone i was going to say he it, just is just like i'm just going to spit all these words out all at once He's constantly speaking in corporate lingo, and I oh. love it. When he gets on a roll, man, there's nobody better in the biz. Nope. You <laughs> know what's funny about that? And I don't know. I think we're like mostly we work in environments such as this. Do you ever speak to anyone that's like not in the corporate world and is like, sometimes I don't know what they're saying. Have you ever encountered that? I As far as this show... No, because I feel like everybody in my life for the most part now has some right. If if this was like 10, 15 years ago and it was some people that did go to corporate jobs right out of high school or, or college, I should say, 
and I was still in like the restaurant industry, I probably this show wouldn't hit the same. Yeah, you'd but have now, no idea what he was saying. Yeah, but now it's like that. This is what these fucking people are like behind closed doors, isn't it? I can definitely it see is. it. I, I I can like pick out old bosses out of all these different people and be like, yeah, no, that's what's going. Well, that's what's really going on. Ugh. I hate his guts so much. <laughs> I mean, he's a great character because I hate his guts so much. But he just, like you said, back on his bullshit. Oh, <laughs> fucking god! No, I mean, do you want this Kendall or do you want emo Kendall? I mean, they both suck, but I don't. <laughs> I think I want drowning in the pool, Kendall. Yeah, that's what I want. Yes, thank you, Robin. How, how dare you? How how absolutely dare you? <laughs> But going back to what I think what Robbie said, uh, I like that too, that um, Roman was like taking charge kind of seemingly this whole episode. You know, we'll get to it later, but like how he was the he wasn't a holdout, but he was the one asking questions about this. Like, do we really want this? Is this a good idea? And he seemed like maybe he got some experience, you know, in the past seasons or years, whatever, and is now like. I mean, he's still kind of a fuckface, but he's not like the complete clown that he was when he didn't have any responsibilities before. I kind of feel like he's the more the most emotion uh, emotional, like mature one out of the three of them. Like he he even like in that specific scene where they're waiting for what whoever the investors were. I guess what Saudis or somebody. I don't know who they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they were they're waiting for it for them to come in and then uh he told uh his boy t to go you know just go go back over there and make him wait for a second because he recognized that shiv got a phone call she was upset right she was a little emotional he's like hey we can't do this right now Give, let's take five minutes so i think that he's really grown as a character and has kind of taken the lead as far as like business acumen of the family like kendall just wants to just like benny said chuck those buzzwords out on his like buzzword app <laughs> and shiv shiv isn't like i don't know shiv's like all over the place kind of but yeah i'm kind of digging and like where roman isn't and where he's going and also he throws those fucking fantastic digs at his dad's uh secretary slash he's still got the too. jokes but he's like grown up a little bit yeah yeah but and you notice too like when shiv comes in she gives him a kiss on the cheek like that's not really something we saw from them at right. all throughout the first. She doesn't kiss Kendall either, which I think was to be ex- expected. I think there's still a lot of chill on that relationship from the the whole rape me thing uh, at at her you know our big event at right. Waystar Royco. But you know oh, yeah, I just I forgot about that. Yeah, I just think even <laughs> e- you know, even Kendall. That, I know <laughs> even that show of emotion between the two of them is not something that we've seen before. But I, I kind of think too, it's like. I think Roman is kind of thriving without his father looming over him. Like he doesn't have to, you know, I'm sure they talk about him every day and they don't, but they're, you know, everything that they're doing right now is very much their own thing. Like they're relying on each other. They don't have Logan as an outside influence that's making them fight. They're not trying to constantly impress him. And he's kind of thriving off of that. Right. He's more of a motivator at this point now than, or, or, the idea of him as a motivator rather than him, like you said, looming over them and, you know, scaring them. I also think he probably grew up a lot when he got fucking checked by sending his dick to his dad. That'll, (laughs) that'll make anyone grow up pretty fast. 
I like how Logan, uh, I mean, we'll get into it later, but Logan kind of threw that at Jerry yeah. at the end too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that. Um, can, I, can we also talk about Roman's outfit? Because I fucking loved it. I was on the fence about it. I didn't like the really? mixed textures. Yeah, I didn't like the mixed textures. I didn't like the light blue pants with the the light blue the shirt. darker blue shirt. Yeah, I mean, but as our resident stylist. Yeah, I mean, podcast, Robbie, please. Robbie, what did you, what did you think? <laughs> well, I I loved it. I I probably would have went with a uh, different a different color. I don't think I would have went with a dark blue with my my light pants. I probably went with maybe like a white cream. Okay, I mean, yeah. I like a light blue pant with a dark blue shirt, but hey, that's me, baby. I think I would have flipped. <laughs> I think I would have flipped it, sweetheart. I think I would have went <laughs> dark, dark blue pants, light blue shirt. But that's just me. Hey, listen. Hey, to each his but- own. That's right. See, we got to we got to get you out to L.A. for a little bit and let you soak in some of that. Robbie, this is what can you hear me? Uh, we're back up. Oh, my hey. internet connection is unstable. Is Uh-oh. that Waystar Star Rico fucking fucking with our, our Internet? Yep. Someone's stop. Someone's streaming Stargo. <laughs> it's yep. pulling all the bandwidth. All right. Sorry about that. So who's got to go out to L.A.? I said Robbie's got to go out to L.A. and maybe see a little West Coast style. I think that's what Roman was pulling from with the with the light pants. Could be. Well, I'm I'm I'll never forget. I mean, not to go off topic here, but when when the Cuz wore those white pants to the uh, Luda Christmas party, I mean, the boy was fucking looking banging. <laughs> the bulge the bulge was looking like uh, Mount Vesuvius. I mean, I don't know the boy. The boy had it. Wait, who wore white it. pants? You or Benny? Cousin Benny. Wow, I would love to wear white pants, but I don't think I could pull it off. It's it ain't easy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so this isn't let the boys get dressed. So let's let's move <laughs> on from fashion. Even though I love this conversation. Um, is there anything else we need to say about the hundred? Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah rest I guess hundred. I, I mean, we saw how quickly. <laughs> You know, I mean, I guess there's a little to talk about with how quickly they moved off of it. I feel like right. they were doing so so well um, doing their own thing. But, man, the first chance they get to spite their father, they're all in. Oh, I know. Spite's a motivator. Because I don't think, do you guys think the 100 was meant to be like some type of competition with him? I think it was very much like their own thing. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I mean, maybe, maybe like eventually, right? Sorry to cut you off, Robbie. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. I think I did say competition, but I just thought of it as a competition between, between them. But I'm, I'm, I'm sure that they, like you said, Benny and and Ryan, that it was probably just meant for them to just start their own thing and and show that they, you know, they got the chops to do it and and they can succeed without their father's money, even though they're about to get a big chunk once that Gojo deal goes through. Yeah. If it goes through, if it goes through, yeah, talk about that later. Uh, I one last thing I want to mention about the hundred was, um, I loved how <clears throat> they were kind of arguing about like whose idea it was, to a certain extent, and I don't remember what they were saying, but it sounds like they uh were on some jaunt in between season three and four. They were like, "Oh yeah, wasn't that your idea over there?" Yeah, so, yeah, good for them. Took a little time off, recouped, and got back into it. And I, I sorry, and I just love like when they were doing. I guess they were 
doing the graphics of the hundred and and Roman's just shitting all of them <laughs> every yeah. five seconds. Loved it. No, I don't like it. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> uh great. Um, so I guess should we move on to like talking about them getting involved with uh with Nan and the Pierces? Do do we want to touch on the party at all? Yeah, I mean we could do that next. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember how the episode went, but yeah, let's talk about the party because this is where a lot of good lines came from. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what do you guys think about I think maybe we'll get into a little bit more later on, but it seems like Logan is is very much uh missing having his kids around. I think that was kind of the point that they they were trying to drive home this whole time. Oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. I mean later on in the episode when he's like Someone tell me a joke. That would have been yeah. perfect Roman territory. Yeah, he wouldn't even have to ask. Like Roman would have been keep, you know, keeping the burns coming. I mean, think about if you had to hang around. Now they're amazing as on the show, but if you had to hang around Greg and Tom and then like <laughs> Jerry, Frank, and the other idiots, like <laughs> that that I feel like this whole episode they just kept reiterating how sucky this crew is now yeah <laughs> and how like 100%. lonely he is yeah like i, I do his... love go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say like telling his bodyguard that he's his best pal <laughs> oh my god that was so awkward I-, I love that our boy greg got like a a grand entrance into the episode oh my god he's the best he really is the fucking greatest <laughs> i mean remember the, the... The shit that they're right for him and Tom. I mean, him and Tom. I could watch fucking eight seasons of them two together, just jointed around the city. That needs to be the, the disgusting brothers. Needs to be the spinoff of the oh, show. Please, please give me that, please. <laughs> and I love just so. First off, my theory about Greg, like maybe being smarter than he is, is that's exploded. That's blown up. There's no way. Yeah, he's, he's just just who he is. He's just fucking Greg. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't have too much confidence in that theory because I just think he's stumbling, bumbling, fumbling. Greg, <laughs> that's <laughs> Swishing and dishing. <laughs> but yeah, he shows up to, with that girl with the obnoxiously large bag. What did Tom say? Capricious? <laughs> yeah, capacious, capacious or something. Yeah. Are there, are there <laughs> flats for the subway in there? <laughs> the lunch bag? You, you could use it to camp. Yeah, you use it at the end of a bank robbery. <laughs> hey, what is it? She's gonna slide slide on the floor of a bank robbery. Yeah. yeah. And did you think so? Do you think that that girl was actually a spy, or is she just an idiot, like a social climber? I think she's just a dummy because she. I mean, I think her asking Logan for a selfie put the nail in the coffin for me. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I I thought in the beginning. She was like a Pierce spy, but I, because she was like, had a phone out and she was just like f- keeping it out and like walking around. I'm like, oh, she's a spy. But then, like you said, when she asked Logan for herself, I said, this girl's a, this girl's a bozo. <laughs> but isn't that I, what a spy, a good spy would do? You're right. That's true. Maybe a little Inspector Gadget. Maybe. I don't know. But Next I think whatever, gadget. <laughs> whatever she had recorded probably would have been deleted by Colin towards the end of the episode. Yeah. 
What did, what does Greg say when he's doing that? I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> see like, behind the closed doors of Guantanamo. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't want to see what happens at Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we see that girl again, or is it over for her? I kind of feel like it's over for her. Yeah, she was one and done. But I mean, wouldn't you want to get rummaged <laughs> to fruition <laughs> <laughs> on a, a second time? <laughs> I loved when Greg called her crunchy peanut butter. Oh my god! Oh my god! So funny. It's the best uh, man. She's crunchy peanut butter. Uh, god, those two oh, god. man. Like you said, I just it sucks that this podcast is just going to be us laughing at Tom and Greg <laughs> for like fifteen minutes straight. I know. Yeah, oh, man. But the interaction is just so good. It's so funny. And it makes the show. It does. It makes it's like Tom is just so versatile. I'll get into it later, obviously, but just how he goes from just being so serious, you know, on the phone with Shiv and the conversation he has with Logan on the couch at the party to just fucking shitting on Greg is just <laughs> fantastic acting uh, all across the board with him. And he's one of the, the best, if not the best on the show. And, and he's just a plus to me. But as far as like, as far as the Logan and stuff, I I do think that Logan does miss his kids, but I also think the missing is not like a lovingly father missing his kids. I think it's just a sociopath just wanting to be there and kind of just torturing his kids and 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 feeding off of his kids and and doing shit like that. Like I I I kind of get that vibe from him i don't think it's like a missing lovingly father thing i think it's just having them around to kind of maybe pick on or you know fend off on each other that's what i kind of think it is yeah Yeah, i I mean go ahead go ahead ryan i was just gonna say i think it's like like i said before you look around the room and it's all these idiots and like your go-to man is tom who we love but in logan's eyes is probably an idiot and it's like, you know, your your favorite coworkers are gone, whether they're your friends, family, whatever. You go to work and you're just like, well, this fucking sucks. Like, I got no one to pal around with. I got no one to to rip on or rip on me or whatever. Yeah. He de- whether he misses his kids as like a father or just as someone to have these people around, I think it's probably more the latter. Well, that's what he says, too, when he's with Colin in the restaurant. He's like, nothing tastes the same anymore. And I think he's just very much like upset of the change of not of that of them not being around. Like you said, I don't know if it's necessarily a love thing. It's just that things are changing around him. And I think he kind of sees the end of the road coming for him. And all these things are changing around him. And that's kind of what's putting him in this like existential place. Yeah. And he's probably, you know, on death's door a little bit. Yeah, but I think, too, I mean, going back to the to the scene you mentioned, Robbie, with Tom and him on the couch, when he's talking about, like, you know, well, what happens if we get divorced? We we get that same vibe from Logan where, like, him and Tom were at the top of the mountain when Tom gave him that info. Like, you see him give the loving pat on the shoulder, and he's like, this is my guy. But as soon as all that stuff passed, Logan's just kind of like, yeah, whatever, dude. Same thing that happened with Shiv. When he wanted to give the company to Shiv, he was like very much affectionate with Shiv and it was always going to be you. And once he got 
Kendall back in to the picture because of Shiv, he like ghosted Shiv. So you see that kind of behavior that he has with people when he can be very nice, when he needs something from you. But as soon as that moment is passed, you're very much like just another, like he was talking about before, uh, when he's talking about with Colin, like you're just another person that has economic value in my life. What does he say? Yeah. Do you guys remember what he, he said if, to him? He says, if we're good, if we're good, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. That's all he says to and, and Tom's like, okay, cool. Thanks for the reassurance. Yeah. yeah and he's like, Where, where's the food? Tom's off his nut. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that says to me, basically, Logan is just saying, you know, if you're of value to me, you're still in the inner circle. But this, the moment that you prove no value to me, then you're gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But overall, great party. <laughs> that's a great that's the part i want to be at oh man would you would you be would you be like that girl and taking pictures and shit and like asking for selfies oh, i'll be trying bridge, to fit in bridge a random fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would be like just taking selfies and trying to get a handy in the uh in one of the big big uh bedrooms <laughs> i love that they called it rummaging <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Well, speaking of of Bridget Random Fuck, what did you guys think of the relationship with Carrie? I think I'm I'm fully on board with their their fucking 100% or their stripping. I still don't know. I think they're definitely he like who else she's his number 1 at this point. Like who yeah. else is there? Um whether they're banging or not, I don't know. I I don't know if he can. He's a fucking Kind of a shell. I mean, she might just blow him because he is not going to like get up and do anything. Robbie, what do you think? I think that um, they have to be having sex, as the kids say. But they, they have to be having <laughs> some, some yeah, relationship. the kids say having sex. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> as the boomers say, having sex relations. Yeah, they're having sexual relations. Uh, I, they have to be doing something, and I think that she's uh, slithering her way into I mean she's already in his good graces and he and he trusts her and uh I think she's she definitely has a bigger part than what they're leading on to right now. Um you think she's whether, got a piece, Robbie? A little piece of the company? I think so, man, because I forgot which what podcast I was listening to, no free ads, but there was like a a book about some famous maybe it's a, a fictional character or not. But basically, like it's almost like the same thing. Like he was his like trusted advisors, like these two assistants, like these that just like got in his fucking ear and at the end, like when I'm giving all the money to them. So I feel like he's not gonna give her all the money, I'm saying, but I think that she's she's got a piece of something. He's got a piece of his pickle and she's got a piece <laughs> of the cash, I think, too. Something, a little percentage. Yeah, I think to me, go 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 ahead, uh, Benny. To to me, what I think gave the game away is she's talking to him at one point and she's very much in like his personal space yeah where like every, you know like they i feel like they kind of they she was like right in his face when they were talking and it, it call to him me, just, log. yeah i think it just kind of gave the vibe to me like they're not gonna say it yet but based on their body language it's gotta be yeah i think what what maybe gave it away to me even though i'm still unsure is her reaction when Roman, you said before, Robbie, that line when she's like, oh, 
can you hear us with my dad's dick in your mouth or something <laughs> like that, which was a great line. But her reaction made me think like she's just like in her mind. Yeah, real funny. But now I got a billion dollars for for doing this. So I don't really give a shit what you say. Like, that's how I felt she reacted. She just kind of like didn't. and was just like, yeah, anyway. So blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't know. She she turns she gives the stiff upper lip and then she goes ahead and pops it back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he said it twice because he didn't get a reaction the first time and he still yeah. didn't get a reaction the second time. But it was funny both times. Yeah. So good. So I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think I think you guys are right. I think she's going to have a part to play in all this. And maybe it's that she's got a piece or he's going to just leave her everything to fuck his kids over or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so should we talk about the pierces a little bit? Yeah. So first thing I want to say about this whole thing is Nan or Nan with her fucking. Oh, like we don't need to talk about money like oh shucks like shut the fuck up like yeah you think you're so smooth but i mean yeah. she played the kids oh for sure yeah she's definitely with the whole migraine thing she's she's she knows how to work them and she knows how to she's a lot smarter than she's trying to lead on um in the whole situation yeah the all shucks the all shucks and oh you know i hate this type of stuff yeah <laughs> It's I hate like talking fucking, about billions of dollars. I hate, I hate talking about ten. I mean, obviously, a couple of, a couple of seasons ago was they were valued at like twenty five billion. But you know, whatever. But ten billion is is nice. So, hey, what comes after nine billion? A bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's a, she's a, she was a little shrewd character. Her little Midwestern our shocks routine didn't fool anybody except for the kids, obviously. But they were just trying to one up their old uh, old pappy. Yeah, they they were blinded by um just trying to win, you know, win over dad. Uh yeah. when, you know, she was just she saw that immediately, I think. Or exactly maybe maybe got that impression through Naomi or something or whatever. Either way, she had that intel and she knew that she could play the kids against the dad. And either way, so if the dad found out if Logan found out, he would have upped his price. So either way, she was going to win by doing this. You bring up a good point because by saying Naomi's name, I little rang a bell. But in the big Tom, just just giving it away, basically, right? Right? He because he, he was he was still kind of scared and still kind of respecting Ship to say, "Hey, you you might see something with me and Naomi Pierce, and it might come out. We right. weren't on a date. We we're not fucking. Uh, it's just you know." A little business, something a little business dealing, and then yeah. that flipped the switch on them, which veered off from the hundred into the whole plot of this episode. So Tom yeah. is a little. Tom is just I don't know if he's playing both sides, but again, he's 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 snitching and uh, led to uh, led to this acquisition. Snitching and to, ditching. <laughs> to to Ryan, your point though, like the fact that Nan knows that these two have at like like Logan and the kids have a like a grudge going on right now she plays it perfectly just right she doesn't have to say anything she just by putting each one of them on hold whether it's you know right 
putting Tom and Logan on hold, sending the kids outside. They're doing all the work for her. She right. just has to sit back and and let them let their ego do the negotiating for her. Right. Agree. And let, let's also be to be fair to Robbie's point. Naomi Pierce is not. I know he's a disgusting boy, but he she's way out of his league. Get out of here. I'm surprised she even dated Kendall. Yeah, but I mean, she, I said she hates him or uh, her. She hates Naomi. And I was like, yeah, well, I think that's kind of the feeling that you should get. She's like a drug addict. Yeah, no, that's true. But she's like a debutante drug addict. She's yeah. fa- she should be with fancy drug addicts. Did she, <laughs> did, did she date uh, Kendall after you shit the bed? Well, that was I going know. there. I think so. He didn't. Who did he kick out of? Sorry, this is going off top. But who did Logan kick out of his party when he, they did the L to the OG? But that wasn't her, right? No, no, I think it was the actress that he yes. was with. Yeah, yeah. That that of the show of um of Connor's girlfriend, wife, fiance, whatever. Yes, her yes. show. If, if, What's her name? Yeah, Willa. Yeah. Willa. Yeah. Willa. Yeah. Of Willa's show, and it kind of fucked them. <laughs> Speaking of which, can we take a little conhead sidebar real quick? Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Uh, our boy, we got an update on on Connor Watch 2024. My man's polling at one percent. My God, he's doing. <laughs> but he, yeah, he he's he's in the conversation, and that's that's just great to be in, in the conversation. Ridiculous! All, I am all in for a wedding under the Statue of Liberty with some bum fights. Whatever, Connor- <laughs> all the razzmatazz. <laughs> Whatever Con wants to do, baby, I'm there for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel bad for Willow, though, in that moment, because I feel like that was the one thing she kind of would have gotten out of all this. I mean, besides the money and everything. Besides but the money. She, yeah. She probably wanted to have, like, a nice wedding. <clears throat> and they're going to have bump fights and rappers. And... Oh, my God. <laughs> hundred well, million, man. hundred million just says keep, keep at 1%. Terrible. Oh, Stay in the wow. conversation. That's it? What an idiot! I'm, t- I'm I'm feeling good about my prediction that his one percent is going to sway the election. I was just going to say the same thing, or like he gets a bump from something and starts polling at like two three percent, and then you're right, like takes away from whomever. I don't know yeah. who it would be, but yeah, I think you, I think your prediction is definitely possible. Yeah, I think they're going to w- lean very much on the 2016 trope. Probably. Yeah, I just want him. I just want him at. At one of the uh, the debates, just I want him on stage. Oh my god, I know. That'll make my that'll make this show. <laughs> uh, and um, I loved how so, Willow was like, "We're still rich, right?" Like if they spend like, like all, he's like, "Yeah," because okay. I think I, they never explicitly say it, but it seems like to me that each one of the kids is worth around if this Gojo sale goes down worth around like two or three billion. That's what it seems like if they all have equal shares. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they mentioned that they will have 5%, but I think it actually might be a little bit less because I think they said um, if they put, if Kendall, Roman and Shiv put their money together, it'd be about two, three billion. I don't think it was two, three billion each. See, that's what, but uh, yeah, I remember that, but then I'm going back to like when Logan, 
offered to buy out Kendall. He offered him two billion, and now the share price might be different than uh, than it is now. But my assumption is that Logan's going to lowball him a bit. He's not going to want to give him the full value. But I, you know, I don't know. Maybe they'll get into specific numbers at some point. Yeah, I, I think they'll clear it up at some point. Hopefully, because but that's so- a. Good- that's a good segue back into yes. the negotiation. Thank you. So what do you think? All right, let's just let's kind of forget about the money, like whether they have the money or not. I think we can agree that it potentially could happen according to the, the banker. What's his name? Tellus or something? Yeah. Yeah. Roman was given shit because he's like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> like you're going to make a bunch of money. Yeah, he's yeah. like, eight, eight million is good. He's like, oh, thank God. I'm so glad you went. I wish I went to Harvard. Yeah, because he's like, <laughs> he's like, is it really worth that? And Telus is like, it's worth what the top bidder pays. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. But do you think, or maybe we should leave this for later, but I'll throw it out now. Do you think that this Gojo deal is actually going to happen or is Logan going to try and tank it to fuck with them? I think that's where we're heading. I think that's where we're heading. But I don't know. I, it's like 48 hours from like contract sign. It's hard to tank that soon. I mean, I know Logan can do whatever the fuck he wants pretty much, but I don't know. I, I think that's what's going to happen because I, they very much, excuse me, um, set up that this $10 billion offer is going to blow up in their face. It's either way too much or they're not going to have the money at some point. Uh, it, it's going to fuck them. Because they're very, they like the hubris they had going into Nan and giving giving her that offer. It's just too it's too good to be true. Right, Robbie. What do you think? I agree with that. I agree that it's way too good to be true. I don't know if they're not going to get the backing. I don't know if my main man Stewie with the fantastic beard is gonna gonna <laughs> fuck him over, or will one of the kids turn? Maybe Roman. I think Roman's a big a big potential heel candidate to turn. Um, but yeah, I don't I do think the Gojo deal is gonna go through. I don't think Logan's gonna purposely tank that, but what do I know? He's a, he's a stubborn old fucking prick anyway, so he could just do that just to fuck with them. But I think at the the the, the Pierce deal, wasn't that just like a kind of handshake deal in the moment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you, Ben. I mean, it, it's too good to be true. This show doesn't play by that. They play by somebody getting fucked over. And I think that this Pierce still is eventually going to fall through. Either that or they can't come up with the money and Logan bails them out and Waystar ends up buying Pierce anyway. And he like, you know, kicks them out or does something right. like that. Maybe we're getting a little too convoluted with everything, but something's going to happen with it. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's episode two, two, one. Yeah. In a ten yeah. episode season, like stuff has to happen. The only way I could see it like actually going through is then like it goes through, they get the money, and then like you said, Benny, like something else happens or you know, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's episode one. They I'm sure stuff is gonna go down. See, I don't think yeah, I the Gojo deal, I don't think can happen because then what was the point of all of the whole show? They just sell Waystar and then that's it. Right. I don't know. So something's got to happen. Someone's got to be the succession. 
Exactly. <laughs> We're all just rummaging our privates for no That's reason. Right. <laughs> to fruition. <laughs> Do you think uh, that when Roy, uh, Roy, when Logan says, so after the deal gets quote unquote done and the kids win and Logan calls him as like, oh, anyone could say a bigger number, you fucking morons. Now, yeah. do you think that was a he knows that he can still fuck them or something's going to happen that they won't actually get it? Or was it B, he just said it because he's mad that he lost this battle and just kind of was just saying like, yeah, anyone could say a fucking big number. Fuck you guys. I think in the moment it's that I, I think he's like, they've said so many times, like this is his white whale. This is the thing he's wanted for years and years and years. And he's just pissed off in that moment. And, you know, we're going to backtrack here, I think in a second and talk yeah. about, you know, the Tom and, and Logan negotiating part of this. Yeah. But to me, it's, I think in all, in that moment, he's so pissed at them that all that existential feeling that he had and being upset that he had nobody left is all gone. He's just pissed. Yeah. And then he's watching TV and fires the fucking anchor because he's pissed <laughs> yeah. off. Robbie, what do you think? I think I just think that he was just pissed off. I just think that he was he was angry that they they won up them, angry that they they weren't around for his birthday, angry at everybody, angry at the fucking the yes men that were at his party and he didn't want to be there. So I just think he was just an angry old man in the moment. And uh, took it out on his kids like he knows how and like he loves to do. <laughs> right. Um, Benny, do you want to go back to the Tom and Logan uh, negotiation? Yeah, because um, I think this is where we're going to get into the where is Logan's heads at? Um, because we see, like we mentioned before, he goes into the hole. I need to, you know, roast me. Like, does anybody tell jokes anymore? Yeah. Frank. Frank comes out with a, a banger the worst joke, joke ever. <laughs> he comes out with the bangers only version of a joke and says, <laughs> Logan, he's a tough nut. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Frank. Uh, and then Carl. I love Greg jumping in. Yeah. Yeah. And Jerry being like, no. Nah. Well, that's oh. when Logan's Logan's like, yeah, you get anything. I forget exactly what he says, but he alludes to the picture. Yes. That uh, that Roman center. He, he's like, you get anything interesting lately? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Uh, well, and Benny, that's great. Go ahead, Robbie. Oh, sorry. Benny, as our resident comedic expert. Yeah, please. Uh, well, can you please give us a, a Logan, a Logan roast real quick, if you don't mind? If you can come up with oh, one. Oh, man. Now you're going to put me on the spot. I got nothing. I would I would have been so intimidated in that moment. I would have uh, deferred to Greg or something, or <laughs> made fun of myself in that moment. But I think definitely would have harbored on something that that uh, Greg said about him his his kids not being around. But I don't got a punchline for you in the moment. I'm sorry to disappoint. Well, I take back the comedic expert. Where, where, where <laughs> Thank <I> you, please. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have went something with like. How his dick doesn't work. You got all this like, money and you can't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like Your kids he, are the he, one fucking yeah. you in the end. <laughs> That's it. There you go. You're yeah. back. See, he's back. He's back. I need somebody to bounce off of, babe. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's true. As a resident bouncing expert. <laughs> um, Robbie, what did you, as our resident uh, insult expert, what did you think of Greg's insult? I, I, I liked him. I, I, he, 
it, he wasn't like the all oh, shucks. He like really, you could see it in his tone of voice. Like, well, what about you? It's like, where are your kids? And then Logan just fucking unloaded on him. And then that was it. Because I thought, all right, he's gonna he's gonna go after him. And he just fucking he's like, what do you say? Where's your where's your father? Where's your dad yeah. sucking dick at a carnival or something like that? <laughs> yeah. And Greg just fucking went. Greg Greg's like six foot nine. He was he, he might have might as well been two foot six in yep. that moment. Got but him. yeah, I was um I was happy. I thought he I love the way his voice, the tone in his voice changed. I'm like, all right, he's he's a little pissed off, and then that's it. Party's over. He, he fucking just shit down his throat, and that was it. <laughs> Emasculated in two seconds. But at least he went after him. Maybe Logan respects him a little for actually like trying and like saying shit. I think between that and him telling him about the you know the the <laughs> the rummaging, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I think because he mentioned like Logan kind of smiled at the end yeah, when he, he told he him kinda, about that. Kind of smiled at me at the end. Yeah, um, I think he definitely because Tom is still very much like tail between his legs every time he talks to Logan. Still, and we're kind of seeing Greg have you know developing a pair of nuts when it comes to talking to Logan. I mean, wouldn't you develop a pair of nuts if some girl jerked you off in a fucking <laughs> wine room or whatever wine cellar <laughs> on CCTV? <laughs> do you think how, tom how, was just fucking with him or do you think that was just like what he actually thought i i kind of feel like there's definitely some type of security system there but i don't think tom knew to what extent like if he would have ever gotten caught i think he just yeah. saw it as an opportunity to fuck with greg i who totally said agree. tom was their favorite character last week oh me I fucking love Tom. I think he, he's my number one. He reminds me so much of my cousin. Like they're like I you got we gotta meet this guy, my cousin. He's just like Tom. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. Have him on the pod. Yeah, I should. Um sorry, where were we? <laughs> How high do you think uh Logan would have went? Do you think he would have came up to ten billion or no? I think nine five was the ceiling. You think so? Well, because um, Tom says to him, "I believe it's north of nine five. So that ma- that makes me think that that might have been the ceiling that they wouldn't go over. Because mm-hmm. don't you think? Like, I don't know if they were offering twenty five like a year ago or two years ago, whatever it was. I know stock prices are different, but like, don't you think he would have went up a little? Like, he would have went to like. 11 or 12 if you really wanted to i don't know i just think it was very interesting that they started at seven to like fuck with them yeah like why yeah robbie what do you think well didn't he didn't she say that they were not entertaining any offers the 10 billion was fine even even if he wanted to say 11 or 12 do you think yeah but that that's what i'm asking like do you think he would have if he was given the opportunity, he would have topped it. I think so. Anything to fuck with his kids because he probably knew that they couldn't. I mean, he probably knows that they can't, uh, you know, pay for the deal potentially. But I, I think he would have just out of spite, he would have went as high as he could have went. But don't you also think that like, all right, so Nan's quote unquote not entertaining any other offers. Like who's going to turn down an additional one or two billion I'm sure that they could get 
a message to her and be like, yeah, well, Royce, uh, Logan, I keep calling him Roy. Logan said that they'd go up to 11.5 or whatever because we heard it's at 10. Like, she's not going to entertain that? Get out of here. Maybe because she hates his fucking guts and just wants to stick it to him, stick it to him as well. Maybe, but I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't care. I don't care who the fuck I hate. If somebody wants to go up to 11.5 billies, we're back, baby. We're in love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, Man, it's gonna I don't be know. interesting. Maybe that's maybe that's what fucks them because I think. I got to think that 10 might be the kids like absolute ceiling. So maybe that's what happens. Yeah. Like, you know, the Gojo deal so goes through and blah, blah. And the kids think like we got it and this and that. And then all of a sudden they're just like, nah, Logan gave us 12 bill. We're going to go with him. Well, that's the thing too, with when he's talking to tell us, he's like very much in on 8.5, nine. He's like, okay, I guess we could do that. Right. And then they go right to 10. And we don't really hear him. We don't really hear tell us say anything about right. Like if that's a good number or not. So right. I don't know. And, uh, you know, we actually get to see them uh, contemplate the worth of money for the first time ever. When Roman's like, you do know how much $500 million is, right? Right. Um, so I think they're getting very much into like deep water with that kind of money. Yeah. They may not even like, they may be one of those people that doesn't understand money because they've yeah. never had to worry about it ever. Well, that's because like what Shiv says too. He's like, oh, it's round. It's a nice round number. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. all right. Fucking rich people. <clears throat> Robbie, Sounds what do you think about that? Are you looking at your phone? I was looking at something. Trying. <laughs> I'm trying to read stuff about the the episode as well to get some some points oh okay all uh, right what did you say again i'm sorry we were just talking about the if logan would go up yeah i said be. i said tw- i think that he would to fuck them right but and then we went into uh how the kids don't know how much money 10 billion is i ah, fuck them <laughs> <laughs> fuck them kids <laughs> Fuck them kids, those rich bastards. They know what fucking <laughs> money is. Um, so what do you do you think uh we'll move on and talk about Tom and Shiv a little bit more? Yeah. All right. Let's bring it around Wait. home. Sorry. No, go ahead. Do you do you, do you wanna <clears throat> I think we're missing a big part. The the kind of uh the, the diner scene. That's a pretty important part, I think. Do we do we touch on that or we just kind of glanced over it, especially the um I guess the foreshadowing of of death and formality of it, I guess, when Logan's speaking about it with his best friend. Take his best us there. Take yeah, us we could, it, babe. We could talk. Th- yeah, let's talk through that and we'll wrap it up with Tom and Shiv. All right. So I, I, I thought this was probably one of my most favorite scenes of the episode. This is not really vulnerable, Logan. I mean, he doesn't give an absolute shit what his... uh his bodyguard has to say in regards yeah. to like the afterlife and, and death. Cause he even says something and he's like, yeah, my daddy's like, yeah, yeah whatever. And it kind of brushes <laughs> him off, but it's just Logan just needing somebody in that moment. And he feels like the only person that he can trust is his, is his big henchman who is just, he just wants him to be there just to listen to him. And he's talking about, you know, there's life after death and, and all those things like that. So I was, I was kind of playing it as, 
mainly a foreshadowing to where Logan potentially is going to go with, at the end of this season, whether that's with death or uh, or probably just just probably die. But I thought it was very poignant to kind of to uh, to go that route and and the things that he was saying kind of led me to believe that he knows that his time is coming. I mean, well, we all know that time is coming, but he's he's kind of knowing that hey, it's the end of the road for me. Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think you're right. Definitely astute observation on the diner scene with you know him kind of accepting his own mortality, but mostly just being a lonely old man, like who has no one really around him that he cares about. I mean, and maybe even that cares about him. Like everyone around him is a leech and is just getting money from him like does any of those people really care about him probably not maybe maybe jerry maybe tom or greg but like not really like it's a, he's a meal ticket for all these people um no one really gives a shit his kids when things were good gave a shit i think he's still to a certain extent a meal ticket for them so maybe nobody, maybe he feels like nobody is actually a person who cares about his well-being other than just making money off of his, you know, being a remora fish and fucking like eating like uh, Banya eats Jerry's laughs. They're eating his money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think like he's just in this existential place now because he's been without the kids for so long. And I mean, we don't know where he's at physically. Uh he could have had more health issues and that's why he's kind of in this existential state. But either way, he's, he's feeling like his time's coming up and he's got nobody. And it's just so interesting that even when he's having this revelation, like you're saying, like you said, Robbie, he still, he still doesn't even want to give the other person the time of day. Like Colin doesn't matter. He like tries to start that conversation about what his father thinks. And he's like, yeah, but seriously, what do you think? Or he like (laughs) brushes him aside so quickly. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be a fleeting thing from him, like this existential Logan, because as soon as he hears about that rival offer, I feel like he gets snapped back into, uh, businessman mode. And, you know, aside from him asking to be roasted at that one point, <laughs> he, you know, he's, he kind of seems like he's back into shark mode. Yeah. It's, but like, that's such a weird like I think he was trying to make it like a jovial, like fun work environment, but it's like when Steve Carell in the office did the same thing, and then he gets insulted when people say actually say stuff. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like not really like he doesn't know how to create a positive work environment. He just tells people what to do, and they do it for him. And yeah, he he's just him. yeah, he's got he's got nobody right now. It's his. Maybe his ex-wife cared about him at some point, but she's gone. She's what did they say? She's shopping in Milan forever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I mean. He wanted that. He wanted to recreate what he had with the kids. Like, even though it wasn't like a loving family environment, it was still his family. Right. And they were still all together, you know, through thick and thin. Like, how many times has Kendall tried to fuck him over? Right. And he kept he kept letting Kendall back in. Right. So in some way, like he does kind of like having them around, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 
And I feel like over the next couple episodes, it's either going to be like this kind of descent into death, maybe, or he's going to like deal with this. This is like a bump in the road and then come out swinging and just like tearing everything down just to do it, just to fuck with everybody or something. Because what like if you think about it, like if he doesn't have the love of his family, he what does he give a shit if his empire crumbles? Like, I guess legacy and whatever, but like, he's dead. He's not going to know. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the, it's, it's weird. Cause like we're in this spot with Logan, like what really does motivate him at this point? Winning. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking his kids over. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Or firing a ball sack with a toupee. <laughs> 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 it doesn't matter man he just he just loves the power to be little people and no matter how much money he has and all the power he has he's still an old miserable fuck yeah yeah that's like that's that's why that would have been my joke you got a ton of money but you can't fuck <laughs> it's it <laughs> <laughs> um so you think we should uh wrap up this with uh just a little shiv tom talk yeah so what'd you guys think Perfect. of that scene? I mean, great scene. Loved it. But I think we kind of talked about it already. But so Robbie, Benny, you both think that uh it this is it for them, end of the road. I kind of feel like I, I don't know, man. I, I I go back and forth on it, but I mean it seems very final. I, I think Tom still wants it to work out. I, they made a very big point, I think, when he's on the phone. With Shiv in the beginning of the episode, he's not wearing his wedding ring. Yep, out, and out in public, he but was he is at, at the home. end. Yep. And not only that, it was like the middle of the night too. So, you know, he's clearly he he. I think in the back of his mind thinks that there's a way through it. Yeah. And I think I think Robbie mentioned it earlier, where Shiv, or maybe it was you, Ryan, where he thinks that Shiv doesn't want to deal with the emotion of the whole thing. But I almost feel like she thinks she's pot committed now at this point because she has the Pierce deal. And that was one of the sticking points for Nan was like, oh, you're married to the head of ATN News. True. Like, how is this going to work out? So I feel like it forced her to make this decision to completely end it. She obviously still cares about Tom right. in some way, because when he told her that he should, that he was with Naomi Pierce, she had like kind of a panic attack about the whole thing. So there's something there, but I don't know. Who knows, man? This that relationship is so complicated based on the power dynamics and what's happened with them since they've been married that it's kind of hard to know where her head's really at. Right, Robbie, what do you think? I think it was a beautiful but sad scene. I think I found I found it funny the way Shiv reacted to these certain things, like Benny said when he called and and told her that he was meeting with uh, Naomi and she like, like Benny said, had a panic attack, but we, we even didn't, we totally like stepped over when we talked about it um, in our episode zero. Basically we missed the part where she, they were like doing that little pinky session in I, I one of the later episodes in season three. And she's, I forgot what she said to him. She's like, she's like, I hate you or something to that extent. And you'd right. still be around to, to take it. 
and he was and like that was like one of the driving factors probably for him to just turn on them as well but because he was just getting shitted on so it's like you you want your cake and eating it too you wanted an open relationship you did you, you got you, you circle jerked that one dude in the in the in the car and i think like <laughs> season one the political guy your ex-boyfriend you gave want him a fresh and fruity yeah she gave him a little rudy tooty you want all these things, then then you get mad when Tom's, you know, giving you a taste of your own medicine. And Tom's, you know, not perfect and whatever. But I, th- I think that he does truly love her and wants to give it a go. But, I mean, she, like you said, Ryan, she just can't express herself emotionally. She just turned into a little child, I think. And then obviously that's years of being abused by Logan and like mentally and verbally by her mom as well. So I think, uh, I think this is the end of the road for them. I, I definitely think it's a, it's a divorce, and it was it was a a nice touching way to end the episode. Though sad, but just them two holding hands, laying on bed without saying anything, and you could see shit was upset. But you know, you reap what you sow sometimes. Yeah, I agree. I think you made a good point about her, uh, like not being able to handle Tom giving her a taste of her own medicine, and I think that is just in general maybe i'm inferring too much here but like how often has she been told no or that she can't have something or whatever she was raised in you know the lap of luxury was able to do anything she wanted um and then when she gets told no or like you said i was hanging out with naomi so someone's not doing what she asks like she's gonna be upset i don't know i feel like they're gonna explore that more and i wouldn't be surprised if they try to make it work um and maybe uh I, benny i think you said it or robbie uh about the whole deal with pierce and she can't be married to tom maybe that's like oh we're being bad let's be bad <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know a little spice in the relationship you know but yeah i do like how she came in so hot to the you know, where she was throwing all these insults and talking shit to Tom. And the second he like fought back a little bit, she kind of like lost the whole motivation because yeah. when he was like, if we want to recount all the pain that's in this marriage, he's like, trust me, we can do that. He's, right. And then she kind of just like shut down at that point. Yeah. Cause she wasn't winning. Yeah. Yeah. And, but like you said, you know, Ryan, you know, how many times have people pushed back on her? Probably very few. I mean, we don't know her complete backstory, but I'm just inferring based on her but, life. But yeah, any any of them, any of them, I'm sure, you know, that's hearing no to any one of those kids. They either throw money at it or tump the fuck off and they don't have to deal with it ever right. again. Like she's in this relationship with Tom. So she if he's selling, telling her no or he's leaving or he has a problem, like you're tied to that person. You have to right. deal with it. Right. It'd be like if Robbie told Roman not to wear a light blue shirt with light blue pants, he'd probably tell him to fuck off. Yeah, you'd never see him again. <laughs> never see him again. I'd be I'd be thrown off the Grand Canyon or something like that. <laughs> it's over. Um, so is there anything else from this episode that we need to discuss before we talk about some winners and losers? I think that's it, but yeah, we covered think- it, man. So should we do our first weekly shit show at the fuck factory of the week? Let's do it. So who is the big loser this week in this episode? What do you think? 
who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right, Benny's going first. Gotta be 100% Shiv. Oh, 100% Shiv. She ends the episode in shambles. She went in hot to the Pierce deal. I think it's going to blow up in her face. I think the biggest thing that always knocks her down is is her ego, her hubris. Right. And I think that she is set up for a big time uh, fall in the next couple of weeks. Good one. Robbie, you want to go? I hate to do it. I, I really, really hate to do it, but I'm going to have to go with Connor. Oh, uh, how dare you? <laughs> how dare listen, you? Listen, babe, anytime that you blow 100 million, just, just be 1%. I mean, I know you can burn cash like that, but I the reason why is because, again, he's a Roy and he only cares about himself. But I genuinely think, like you said earlier, Ben, I think it was you, that Willow really, really just wanted a nice, sweet wedding. And now she's getting it under the Statue of Liberty with bum <laughs> fights. Probably Method Man, the RZA, the Jizza, Inspector Deck. I don't know who else you got. Raekwon the Chef, whoever's coming. And uh, yeah, I'd have to go with. I'm, I'm such a con head, like like we all are. But I mean, just to just to blow a hundred mil to to stay relevant at one percent, um, I got to give uh, the con man my uh, my shit show at the fuck factory uh, loser of the week. Yeah, that's a good choice. Wow. Um, I'm gonna. I was gonna say Logan, but nobody fucks Logan, so I'm actually gonna say. The ball sack and a toupee. <laughs> He's the biggest loser because he got fired just because Logan was pissed off and sitting in yeah. his chair. Fantastic, fantastic insult. <laughs> so good. Um, so if that was the loser of the week, who was the disgusting boy of the week? The winner of the week. Let's uh, go reverse order. You start us off this time. All right. So I gotta say, I'm gonna there was a couple of choices here. I think I'm going to go with Greg because he got rummaged to fruition in the wine cellar. <laughs> nice. Because, I mean, I didn't see anyone else get rummaged in this episode. No, not even a hint of it. No. I mean, would you rather get rummaged in the wine cellar or make a $10 billion deal? I think we all know the answer to that question. <laughs> so Greg is my disgusting boy of the week. <laughs> Robbie, how about you? Well, my disgusting boy of the week, the winner of the week for me, even though he wore fucking uh, blue pants with a dark navy shirt, I'm going to have to go with Roman. I think Roman has grown substantially over these past three to four seasons. And I just love I just love how much of a business, like I said, Ackerman he's, he's, he's had and how much of a I don't want to say killer, but I just I just. You know, I just think that he's grown, and I think that everything about him uh, is leading in the right direction. I mean, I know he's a little fucking perv, but and I love his insults, man. I just love how ruthless, ruthless he is with those insults. But I think that, you know, he was trying to bring some light to everything. He was really into the hundred, and even during those negotiations, he was, you know, just trying to keep it cool and 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 have a cool head and and kind of talk some sense to his into his siblings during that moment especially when they were you know jousting between nine to ten million dollars and you know he was just level-headed and cool and just wanted everybody to just re realize and understand like what's 
you know, what's coming out of this big moment and all the money that's on the table and, you know, what it's worth and what could potentially happen. So I think that he's most like his dad as far as on the business side. But I mean, and I think he's most like his dad in the insults. Like, if nobody throws a good insult, I think Logan, uh, Tom, and Roman throw the best insults on this show. I do want to say too about Roman. I didn't want, I didn't bring it up before I forgot. He does have that line, which was very uh, telling. I thought it was a great line where Roman says to Kendall and Shiv, he's like, you just want to fuck dad. And then I forget who he says, who Shiv wants to fuck. But then he's like, I'm the only one that doesn't want to fuck anybody. Which is so like, (laughs) so like telling of like who he is as a person too. It's kind of had like that double meaning to it. Um, So my disgusting boy of the week was also going to be Roman Romulus, but I'll go, I'll go somewhere else. My disgusting boy of the week is going to be Mondale. Wow. (laughs) My boy Mondale, man, living in the lap of luxury. He gets to be taken care of by Tom. He has a fantastic penthouse to run around. And at the end of the day, Mondale's just fine. And we don't have to worry about him. So Mondale is going to be my disgusting good boy of the week. Oh, nice. nice. I like (laughs) where you went there. Oh, fantastic. Well, great recap, boys. Can't wait for episode two. Can we bring it back all the way back to the beginning of the episode where you said you didn't know how you really felt about the episode and you thought you were going to lean one way or the other after talking it out? Um, I think, I mean, I clearly, I'm coming over. I clearly like it because I like talking about it with you two. Um, Don't make me blush. No, I mean, you know, this was was a lot of fun doing this. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I like this episode. But I definitely remember we, me and my wife both were kind of just like, all right, like, look, you ready for bed? <laughs> <laughs> did you watch it a second time? Like you were watching the House of the Dragon episodes twice? I did not. All right. So I'm going to have to take the Ryan roll here and double watch. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I think you might have to. Someone does. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be me. So. <laughs> well lucky you watched it once <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. gonna say, yeah, he just finished it that's what he was turning off on me that's why he was three minutes late to the pod yeah, I was like oh boy oh boy fast forward <laughs> yeah so speaking of watching stuff real quick because I, wa- I don't want to forget this are you guys watching anything that you want to suggest other than succession to the many listeners that we have it's going to be hard for me so I'll go first because I think I'm going to be all in on succession we're gonna get barry and we have ted lasso right so i'm I'm gonna be very much all in um i did watch a couple movies after we finished up i forget what we finished up recently barry we watched bullet train cool liked it yeah it was suggest um i thought it was fun i thought it was is that the one with brad pitt yeah yeah Yeah, that was good i like that movie yeah and there were so many other like show like scene stealers in that movie yeah that, like, good, good movie as good as brad pitt was he was like constantly getting knocked down a peg by like all the different cameos and stuff yeah um and we watched uh banshees of inishirin i know you guys talked about it on going gray yeah great Loved film it. thought it was fantastic yeah good film right. what about great you film. robbie you watching anything besides golf videos and airplanes <laughs> Still heavy on the golf videos and uh, takes takeoff <laughs> and landings in in uh, Qatar, but as of right now, I just finished Shrinking, 
fucking beautiful, fantastic. Love Shout it. out. Shout out uh, Harrison Ford. You really won me over you know, this it. season. You're so great in it. I would suggest anybody. I know, Benny, you got a ton of shows you're about to watch, but it's a quick 30 minutes. It goes by so fast, and I think you and I would love it, and I I'm giving my uh, Bobby C stamp of approval. <laughs> it's on the <laughs> list. It's on the list, babe. No, yeah, definitely. And, I agree. And with I'm going to be Great. starting uh, the night agent. Night agent. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, it's a new show on Netflix. The night agent. Oh, oh I saw. I saw the preview of that. It's uh, the guys on the phone, right, talking to her. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, somebody I know wants to wants to watch with the old boy. So we're, we're going to give it a go. The old night All agent. Right. Oh, okay. Other, yeah. other than that. Have I watched any movies? No, I haven't. <laughs> can I can I break some news to Robbie before you give your suggestions, Ryan? Please. Oh boy. Barry, we're getting a double banger week one. We're well, getting season one. Yeah, we're getting season one. So we're gonna have succession and then two episodes of Barry to watch in one night. When's wow. Barry coming back? I think April 16th. So we get <laughs> we get oh my the God, season fin- we get the series finale of Succession and Barry on the same night. Get the fuck uh, out of here! <laughs> yeah, well, my heart's gonna explode. I know. My two my two favorite shows of the last fifteen years. <laughs> wow! Holy shit! I have to watch Man. that show. I will. It's good. I it's will. great. It's great. I mean, I love it. Bill Hader is is so good, man. Noho Hank, Henry Winkler, uh, Stephen Root. These guys are just fantastic performances all around. Love it. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, the it, Ted Lasso, obviously, watching Shrinking was amazing. I do want to plug now, to be fair, I'm only three episodes in, so it might go off the rails. But have you heard of this show called Yellow Jackets? I have. How much is it? Three episodes in. It's good, man. Like, I like it a lot. It's fucking weird. But I like weird shit, so uh, I will keep you guys updated as we watch. But it's definitely it's like kind of like a mix horror, like creepy but funny. Like I don't know. I, I will report back and let you know if you they, should watch it. They just started season two, right? Yes, they just started. I think yeah, season two, like last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, I heard good so. things about it. Yeah, anxious, so. anxious to hear your review. Yeah, I'm anxious to tell it. Like it's one, you know, when you start watching a show and you're just like, I can't fucking wait to watch that show. Like I, I mean, of course, I wanted to record tonight, but I was like, eh, I'm not gonna get to watch any episodes. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> oh, Better Call Saul's coming back on uh, Netflix. It's the sixth season, so I'll be able to finish that. And finish uh, and John Mulaney has a new uh, comedy special on Netflix coming out. If you guys like him. Oh, no, I finally watched uh, Nick Kroll. Tell me that wasn't hilarious. It was good. He's good. He's very yeah, good. He's good. He's very good. Just, right. I, I was thinking about you too with every time he told a story about shit in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't shit um, my pants yet. Nice. Good for you, Robbie. Thank I'm proud you. of you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so what do you think? Should we wrap this up? Uh, I think yeah, let's we you know what we gotta start doing. We what? didn't do we did the same thing with uh House of the Dragons. We gotta start putting our email up front and the Instagram. 
because we want the people that are listening to give us their opinions. What did you think about season, uh, excuse me, season four, episode one of Succession? Yes. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? What are your predictions? Now we got a whole new game for you guys to play. Disgusting Boy of the Week. Yeah. And the shit show at the Fuck Factory. Loser of the Week. Yep. Please email us. It's yes. ltbwpodcast. I think it's gmail.com. I don't know. It's podcast. It's podcast. It is podcast. L-T-B-W podcast yes. at gmail.com. Let us know what you love uh, about Succession. Let us know how much you hate us. Tell us yeah. all those good things. And then you could follow us on Instagram at let the boys watch pod. Yeah. Next week. In the beginning of the episode, we'll talk about it because we didn't do that this week again. I just have a quick rant, please. Listen, you fuck sticks. Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> all right. Follow the Instagram page. All right. I'm getting sick and tired of having even on the going gray to beg people to follow our page. You you follow these stupid Eber, all these ass fucks that don't even care about you. Listen, look at these three boys. We care so much about you. We love you. We take onus. We we care about your lives. You know, we do we do this. We want some cash. We also do it because we love to do it. We love talking to each other. We love making each other laugh. You know us personally. Don't be a dick. Follow the page. If you if you had your own, who knows, cooking show or, you know, dildo making show, we would follow <laughs> anything that you guys did. So, you know, follow us. We're good boys. We don't fucking harm anybody. Stupid fuck. All we want to do is watch. Let the boys watch. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I think we should wrap it up there. But Robbie's right. You fuck sticks. Follow, subscribe, send us an email. We love you, Robbie. Tell all these fucks good night. Good night, Marsha. I heard shopping in Milan is wonderful this time of year. <laughs> Buckle up, chuckle fucks. <laughs>